everybody. Welcome back to the movie trivia schmodown. And oh my goodness, what is it? Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not calling the match here with Mark Ellis. I'm calling it with the pit boss, my buddy, Ken Napsock. What's up, buddy? Yeah, uh, Mark got lost at an airport chilies too, so I'm here yeah. with you. Uh, a lot of fun uh, always, but uh, with you, it's a special kind of hell. Yes, it absolutely is. I'm excited to be calling a match. You haven't done this in quite a while. Yeah. Uh, and and what a way to do it. It's tournament season. It's the ultimate schmodown. And what a match we have today. Obviously, one of the legends of the game, the reigning team's champion, William the Beast Bibiani, former singles champion. We know he is a tournament staple. He is usually here. He's usually one of the big guys to beat. Um, and he has made it to the finals many times. He has been there. He is always a guy that is going to be dangerous the tournament but he's playing up against the guy jacob the aussie blunden from corruption who knocked bibiani ken out of the free-for-all which is like you know a big feat to do that's bibiani's uh that's his that's his realm aussie 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 i'm telling you that's the way to make your mark and yeah you're right that is where bibiani has uh, made much of his legacy but uh, you know that's not all of B- bibiani's legacy this is a decorated former champion, a, a definitely a, a pillar of the league. So, uh, you know, I got to wonder, Christian, is he got a little bit of a extra fire today coming uh, into this match? Well, he might. When you look at the, um, especially with corruption now, and you look at, Bibbs has a little bit of a bragging rights. You, you, you saw that match at Collision and what the champions were able to do to corruption. And he's 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 got to be flying high right now he's defended a championship and that's what everybody wants to do in the league he's defended the team's championship and he now what a story it would be if he can continue to do that but if he could also recapture the singles belt that he hasn't held since 2018 but he's been i mean bibs is always that guy that could be champion tomorrow so but blunden is one of these rookies 0-1, don't let it fool you. His first match was against Jacoby Bancroft, and it was a barn burner. These two rookies just fought, fought hard, and Blunden came out of the short end of the stick, and that's why at 0-1 he's getting um, the spot against Bibbs. But this is a way, should he win here today, what a stake, what a claim it would be for the young rookie to beat the Beast. It's all about the next generation trying to make their mark. And you're right, that loss, 1918, is that it, it counts as a loss, but it's got to feel like a, a great effort. And then, and then for Jacob to take that into the free for all and just kind of brush off that loss and say, no, I am here. I know what I'm doing. Now, today, the spotlight's on him to uh, take the momentum and move it forward. And we've talked about the free for all, we've talked about how we got here, but now you guys are going to see it. Here we go. I don't think Jacob recovered from that second round. The second he knew that Jacoby had a one point, I think that got in his head. It was like him and Jacoby were looking at themselves in the mirror, but looking at each other. Otherwise, that's it. You missed two questions in your debut match against a man who was very similar to you and happened to go perfect in his debut match. If you are anything short of proud of yourself, you're absolutely psycho. So now I get to play William Bibiani. I've been a fan of the guy for a long time. I love watching him play. You know who caused William Bibiani's last loss? Me. Liz Shannon Miller, Griffin Newman, Croft, and Bibbs have been eliminated. (laughs) Jacob London has cleared. 
the table. Well, well, well. Jacob Blunden, we meet again. Hello. You did a really good job at free for all, as I noticed. Oh, you're also in corruption, so it felt yeah. pretty good to knock four people off the desk. Right? Oh, it did. Oh, absolutely felt really good. You know, corruption and I don't get much credit for anything, really, do we? Of course not. Except for Jacob London. I got picked by the single best manager, and to have her as my manager, to be constantly helping me develop as a player, it, it makes me feel really, really fantastic. Schmoes, today we play Jacob London. Anyone else, I'd feel personal about the free-for-all thing, but I don't, because he seems nice. The incredible rookie who managed to knock me out of free-for-all this year, so uh, you owe him, like, a fruit basket, Ben. <laughs> I think a lot of people thought uh, that I might be upset at being knocked out by Jacob London after free-for-all, or that I might be upset at Jacob London for winning moment of the year at free-for-all, whereas I had cleared an entire table full of former champions, and you'd be wrong. Because, apparently, knocking me out is more impressive than knocking out Dan Merle, Adam Collins, Mark Andrego, and Ethan Irwin. So, thank you for that. It's an honor. He is a former movie trivia schmodown champion. He is the current team's champion. So, what happens if an 0-1 rookie beats him? Uh, uh, I'm actually pretty nervous about it, actually, because if I don't win that match, my singles career is done for the year. There's no room for more singles matches other than the tournament, I think, so I'm probably out. I'm in a win-win scenario. I lose, I'm expected to lose. I put up a good fight against him. I, I look great. But if I beat him, if I beat William Bibiani, what does that do to his legacy? I'm ready, Bibbs. Thank you. I mean, a lot of focus, obviously, on that um, on that moment with free for all and how that all went down and what a moment that was. There were so many people. I mean, both Bibbs. Jacob, um, uh, Bateman, uh, there's so many people that uh, Griffin Newman were in the running for MVP, and he wasn't even in there that long. But because of that moment, knocking out all those people plus Bibbs, it put him in the in the contention. But if he can if he can win here today, it's big. And Bibbs, Bibbs is on. Bibbs is always he's 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 just on a stretch right now. He's he's in the, he's in the in the zone. You can feel it. You can fill in the He's got Coy in his corner. They're ready to to keep the the positive uh, winning vibe uh, going here in the quirky marks. You ready, my friend? Uh, you know what? You know what? This is this is fun. This is like old times. You and I. You want to go across the street and get a taco? I would love to actually. Uh, but, Brad Gilmore sent me this wonderful hot sauce from uh, from this uh, Torchies or Touchies, whatever the freak the place is calling. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, one day Brad will send me gifts, but I'm ready for the match today. Shannon will tell me. She's from Texas. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. Three rounds in the ultimate schmodown singles division. Introducing first. Representing Corruption. With a record of zero wins, 
One defeat. He is the Aussie Keiko London. Jacob London, the second time, my friend, I get to announce you in a singles match. And the last time I called your name, it was you coming into the free-for-all and doing what you did. Has that surreal moment still, uh, has it gone away inside of uh, inside your brain? Not really. Uh, it's still pretty, pretty fresh in there of I'm in this league and I'm pretty happy about the fact that I'm in this league and... Christian has said my net has said Jacob the Aussie Blunden twice now. That feels weird. So uh, third time's the charm. Hopefully, I'm able to come in and and get this win today. I'll tell you what I do like, Ken, is that is it, it, you, the the camera quality alone is better than ninety percent of the majority of the competitors in this league. I got to tell you, I didn't know most of the Schmodown competitors just work off Commodore sixty fours, but Jacob is here with a great collection behind him there of di- digital video discs, probably VHS thrown in there as well. Uh, Jacob, you talk about hey, hearing Christian's name, and I know you've watched and you know you've studied for a long time, but but confirming you're here, you're here for real, right? You got the focus coming in. Yeah, I, I, I'm here. I'm here to win. I. I'm going to do this today, and I'm going to cause the upset of the year, and I am so excited to do it. How do you prepare for a guy like William Bibiani, you know, the reigning team's champion, former singles champion, and a guy who, you know, he's he's obviously a legend in the game, Hall of Famer. How, how do you feel? Uh, preparing has been great with my team. So Corruption have been absolutely supportive of all getting on study sessions. We've been working really hard to get me ready and prepared for this game. But realistically, it's become focusing more on how well can I do and Bibbs is just in the way and making sure that I don't beat myself instead of I don't um, and, and using that to beat Bibbs. And his opponent representing the quirky Mercs with a record of 12 wins. 10 defeats and 4 knockouts. He is the former movie trivia schmodown champion of the world and the reigning movie trivia schmodown team's champion of the world, William the Beast Muted, my friend. Love to have you muted, but still happy that you're that you're here nonetheless. Still muted. That's all right. <laughs> At this point, I think he's embracing that he's muted. This is about as disappointing when I found out there wasn't actually a restaurant called Touchies. <laughs> if there was, who knows? Still not there. What's going on with what? It wouldn't be a quirky mark match without this. Okay, yes. hi. That's what we're talking about. Chris should... told me to bring the bell. Here's the bell. Yes, absolutely. You should be proud, proud of, of this. It. I am proud of this bell, but it's you... heavy, so I have to put it down. Well, you, you listen. You have done what a lot of people in this league have not done before, and that is defend a championship. You did that at Collision. You took out corruption, and now you face corruption again. Shannon Barney, but with Jacob the Aussie, London. Yes, he is zero and one, and he is a rookie, but he is very knowledgeable. Oh no, I saw his opening match. The dude knows quite a bit about movies. I've taken this as seriously as every time I faced Dan Morrill, every time I faced uh, championship teams. I, you know, you, you, again, the worst thing you can do is underestimate your opponent, and no one should be underestimating 
Jacob London. That guy is good. I am looking forward to and a little bit nervous about having a great match today. There. Yeah, 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 Beast. I, I got to talk about that. You are you are a legend of the game. Uh, I absolutely believe that. I'll say that to the end of the day. How does it feel when these new uh, generation uh, stars and competitors come in? Because I got to, it scared me away. You're still here, standing strong. Got a belt around your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about this next generation and the, and the threat to a competitor like you? I love every single one of them. We need more great players in this game. We need a constant influx of awesome talent. There's so many people who know a lot about movies. It shouldn't be the same five great players that we've had since the beginning of the league. We should have people like Jacob London coming in and people like, like, every, like honestly, what a hell of a rookie class that we've had this season. So I'm excited that I get to play some rookies this season because, you know, it's been said before, you, you, you prove yourself by playing the best. And right now, some of the best in the game are these rookies. And again, here we are today. Well, you, my friend, are one of the best. You've proven that time and time again, and good luck to you, sir. We'll see you in just a moment. All right, Ken. So our competitors have arrived. Round number one. Ken, you want to do the rules of round number one? Uh, You know, I absolutely want to uh, do the rules. Uh, PJ sent them to me in a nice gift basket, so I'll read them now. Uh, Competitors, you both might know these rules, but let's get on the same page. Each competitor will get eight questions from eight different corners of the Schmodown universe. There's no penalty for missing a question in round one, and there was no stealing in round one. Questions are worth a point, and they uh, will be asked by me and Christian. Competitors have 15 seconds to write down their best attempt at an answer on their whiteboards. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to the camera while also verbalizing the answer into that there microphone. Each competitor has three uses of the JT rule throughout the duration of the match. Not sure you heard a question right or want to buy yourself uh, some time with some devilish strategy. Uh, you get another 15 seconds if you use that JTE rule. Each competitor also has one challenge available to them that can be utilized at any point during the match. Competitors may initiate the challenge. We'll bring in your manager, and it'll be up to the manager to confirm and ratify the challenge is taking place. We also ask competitors, as always, to keep your hands up for the entire duration of the match. All right, so we start with Beast. Are you ready? Uh, hey, uh, Jacob, love your shirt. And uh, Jacob, are you ready? Yep, let's do this. And let's get ready to Schmodown. Round number one, question number one. We start with biopics. Here we go. What 2010s film follows Ray Kroc, a salesman who turned Two Brothers Eatery McDonald's into the biggest restaurant business in the world. The world. Look that from Frosty the Snowman. That's, yeah. Who's the father now? Oh, I don't wow. even know what that means. Who's the father now? I don't know what Five. that means. No one does. Four, three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. And we start with Bibbs. The founder. Yes, sir. Jacob. No matter what, I have a question right. The founder. Yep. And here ourselves tied up to start. And here is question two. Question two, competitors, comes in the category of directors. Directors. Who directed the films Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, The Indian in the Cupboard, and 2007's Death at a Funeral? Uh, Christian, I own one of these on VHS. Ten points if you get it. Pretty woman. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Ten points to you, sir. Thank you. Five, 
four, three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. We start with Jacob. Frank Oz. Yes, sir. And William. They speak of themselves. Frank Oz. 2-2 game here in this first round matchup of the Ultimate Schmodown singles tournament. Here is question three. Give you some new releases here, gents. Florian Zeller directed Olivia Coleman in what recent awards favorite? Uh, these are both yeah. very, very big film buffs here, Ken. They do. Yeah, I, I can see by the physical media on display. That's that's commitment. Five, four, three, two, one. Hands down. Hands up. William. I don't put my physical media in the background because I don't want people to see the titles and get a hint, but uh, it's the father. Who's the father now? And now we get to and, and Jake. Uh, the father. Yes. Maybe the. Look how that all ties back in, Ken. Look at that. That was a nice callback. Callback, you old comic. It was a callback. It's a callback. Uh, <laughs> callback. Callback is the manager at Touchy. All right. <laughs> I'm so the glad man. that's a joke now. All right. What's next? Here we go. The next question comes in the category of crime. Crime. Who plays Lefty Ruggiero, an aging longtime gangster in the Bonanno crime fan uh, crime family in the film Donnie Brasco? But he's a crime and, fan, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been uh, watching so much. Uh, I don't know those names. You know, I've been watching so much Sopranos lately. So don't, yeah? Said, yeah, yeah. Remember our friend Joe Ruggiero? Oh. I can say shoesy pants. Four shoesy pants. Three, two, one. Hands down. Hands up. And we go with Jacob. Al Pacino? Yes. And Bibbs. Don't dunk a Chino, my Al Pacino. That's right. Four, four. As we get to our next question. And here is that question. We're going with movie release dates. What year saw the release of the animated films Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, and Osmosis Jones? Christian, do you remember the year you met me, and then do you remember the year you actually started to talk to me? It was the same year, and that was uh, uh, 2004. <laughs> Five. Sure. Keep lying to yourself. Four. Three. Two. One. Pens down. Hands up, please. And we start with Bibbs. Is it 2005? It is not. Jacob. 2001? It is. Jacob London yes. hits that one, and Jacob goes up. First blood for Jacob London. 5-4. As we get to our next question, uh, question six. Question six, Jacob, still perfect. Category is famous actors and actresses. Which actor is in the following films? Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, Avengers Infinity War, and Pixels. Great question. That's a, yeah, it makes you, makes you think. I guess that's what PJ did, uh, did that question. Doing some stuff. Yeah, there's, I know, the whole team. Give credit to the team. Four, three, two. Repeat the question. One. All right, Chris is one repeat, Ken, for William. All right, one repeat. Uh, famous actors and actresses. Which actor is in the following films? Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, Avengers Infinity War, and Pixels. All right, good to be back in the saddle with you, Harloff. You know, yeah, come here. Always great to. Don't push me off next time. I would never will. Five, four, three. You left us. Two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. And we start with Jacob. That's a great question. Uh, Peter Dinklage. Yes, it is. And William. Took me a second. Peter Dinklage. 
Good job there by William. Uses his JT very smart and gets it and finds himself now only down by one. 6-5 as we get to our next question. Going with Oscars. Oscars. Glenn Close received her first Best Actress nomination for which 1987 thriller? 1987. Mark McGuire sets the then rookie record of home runs, 49. I know you remember everyone. Absolutely. Five, four, bash it up. Three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. And we start here with William Bibiani. I'm pretty sure she will not be ignored. Fatal Attraction? Yes. And Jacob? Fatal Attraction. Okay. So here is where we stand at the moment. London has a one-point lead. Could he get this? He will get a bonus question. If not, we're going to go into the next round. Here is the question, Ken. All right. Question eight comes in the category of sports. Sports. The biographical 2017 film Battle of the Sexes is centered around what sport? All right. So Jacob London trying to get this. Yeah. If he misses, we go to round two. If not, he's going to get a bonus question. We'll see It'd be great if he missed. Possible. It'd be Five, great for me. Bibs being honest. Three, yeah. two, one. Hands down. Hands up. We're going to start with Jacob Blunder for the perfect round. Sorry, Bibs. Tennis. Yes, it is. And Bibs. I am also sorry. Tennis. All right. So we steer ourselves now 8-7. Blunden has a one-point lead. He can make that a two-point should he get the question. Jacob, you're going to get this question. This is for you. And only you, here is your question. Which actor appears in the films We Are Marshall, Hot Rod, and 2019's Hellboy? Deep cuts. Ian McShane. That's correct. So one more point. Big one there. That was a really good uh, question again by the writers. And now Blunden sees himself up by two. Perfect round there. Nine, seven. Ken, as we get into round number two, what are the rules round number two? Well, let me tell you about the rules in round number two. It's a great round. It's one called the wheel round. Wow, people love that wheel. You spin the virtual wheel. Once you settle on a category, we'll uh, give you four questions from that particular realm. Each question is worth two points. Unless you need multiple choice, we'll then give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. Stealing, of course, is available in this round. We ask competitors, please, as always, keep your hands up where we can see them for the entire duration of the round. All right. So with that, Jacob, you have the lead here, 9-7. Would you like to go first or defer to Bibbs? I will go first. All right, Jen, yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's not it's not every day that you go out of round one, two points up on Bibbs, okay? And yeah. we're excited about that, and you should be damn proud of that. But we need to compartmentalize that excitement because we still have two yeah. rounds in front of us, and this is where things get real, okay? So mm-hmm. take that feeling. Keep it in there and use that as momentum to get you through this round two. We're hoping for a good spin. Whatever's on this wheel, you're going to crush. How are you feeling? Talk to me. I'm feeling good. Uh, yeah. I, I'm really, really proud of that. Uh, but yeah, this this is the this is the round that decides it. So we gotta we gotta go through it and hopefully we can get some something on the wheel that we like. Let's go wheel. Let's today. And if he doesn't. It's something he likes. He can spin again unless it lands on a opponent's choice. Doesn't look like it's going to do that. Looks like it's going to land in the 1990s. 
60 seconds to decide starting now. Okay, so this is kind of exactly this is this is what we were, we're talking about. This is the scenario that we we're talking about. So, I I feel good enough about you right now that if you want to take a chance to spin again to get something else, I support you, but but if you feel like you can crush 90s, you need to feel like you can absolutely dominate this. This is going to be so broad, anything is coming your way. But I know there's some stuff on there that we're like, "Meh, not today." So, it's absolutely your call. What do you what is your gut telling you to do right now? Uh, my gut's telling me spin again, but if we get it, I'm more than happy with it. Okay. Uh, then yeah. So you Trust your gut. We'll spin, spin, again. Again. spin it. Let's spin again. All right. There's the spin. So now whatever Jacob gets here, he's got to take. And here All is. All right. Come on. And then it's going to land this time on young adult. Young All right. Adult All right. All right. Check so, down. Hey, check down to multiple if you need it. You don't want to give up yeah. any steals here. Just play smart. You got this. Yeah. All right, Jacob, you spun young adult, and you're going to get four questions. Are you ready, sir? Yes. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> here you go. Philip Seymour Hoffman appears in which 2010s young adult franchise? The Hunger Games. That's correct. Two points. Rose Hathaway, the lead for the 2014 film Vampire Academy, is a 17-year-old Dampier, D-H-A-M-P-I-R, which is half vampire and half what? And five. Multiple choice. Multiple choice. A, werewolf, B, demon, C, dragon, D, human. Uh, human. That's correct for one point. Question three. You'll find the Medusa, a quantum energy-based superweapon that instantly destroys cities in what 2010's YA movie? Uh, yeah, multiple choice. All right. Is it A, Mortal Engines, B, The Giver, C, The Mortal Instruments, City of Bones, or D, The Darkest Minds? Mortal Engines. That's correct for one more point. All right. Here is your last question. Here it is. All right. The last question here. In Twilight, Breaking Dawn, Part 1, in what month do Bella and Edward get married? Five, four, three, two. September. Is incorrect. Bibbs, here is the question. In Twilight, Breaking Dawn, Part 1, in what month do Bella and Edward get married? August. 
Yes, sir. Two point steal there from this. Big steal. Look at Big that. steal. Big steal. So Blunden sees himself still have a lead there. He's got a four point lead. It is 13 9 with round number two for him coming to a close. Now Bibbs will go. So we're going to drop out Blunden and bring in Boyd. Hi, Bibbs. How you doing, man? I got a squirrel hand. You do. And he's as smart as you. He's about to spin that wheel with such justice. His name is Nutso, and he loves answering trivia. It's Let's fitting. He's it. perky. So I uh, really appreciate how you were able to just move on from that missing round one. I know in seasons past that might have affected you more, but you've really evolved as a player. I also know that going into round two, a lot of competitors want to get points ahead because it gets in their head, but you're not that kind of competitor. So I'm actually glad because it gave you kind of time to like, you know, vibe. So we're going into this. I know you know YA. That's actually a category I wanted for you, but I also love how much of this wheel I want for you. So let's make sure we're in that 80% or up category. We know how many things we want. You've got two JTEs. I don't think you'll need to check, but if you need to, do so. And let's get four points ahead because that's what's about to happen. How you doing? I, I, I think that sounds like a great plan, and I hope it goes up without a hitch. I think me and that chipmunk are going to make it happen. All right, here's the wheel. All right. I couldn't see the tail because it was your hand, so I, I, I do understand that now. It's a very furry. I wasn't it's up, and here it is, and it's landing on movie release dates. We're just going to spin that again. We're going to spin it away from We're not even to talk. We're not going to waste anyone's time. We're just going to spin that again. I appreciate you not making me like yeah. make up things just now. Thank you. You're going to get yourself to Kevin Hart films. Okay. All right, so now, Ken, uh, William Bibiani is going to get some Kevin Hart movies. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? I'm ready. Mr. Bibiani, are you ready? I'm as ready as I'm ever going to be. Four questions coming in. Category Kevin Hart. What item does Kevin Hart's character Mouse have a weakness for, which causes him to explode in Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle? It's a cake? That is correct for two points, sir. So Bibbs, that's we're gonna accept that answer. Just make sure you answer it. Don't, don't ask the question. Apologies. It, it, yes, cake, cake, cake. That's that's okay. We're gonna we're gonna. That's uh, uh, here's the here's yeah. the next question. Mine as well. Okay. Question two, William. Uh, category: Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart plays fight promoter Dante Slate Jr. in what 2013 sports comedy featuring Sylvester Stallone, which is from director Peter Segal. Grudge match. That is correct for two more points. He is well. Take the lead here. Third question coming in out of four. What 2010s comedy did Kevin Hart co-write the screenplay for in addition to starring in the film? Ooh. I mean, multiple choice. A, Night School. B, Get Hard. C, Think Like a Man. D, The Wedding Ringer. I'm going to say Night School. And that would be correct for a point. Bibbs takes the lead here. So now this is Bibbs. Final question. He he can go up by by, uh, three. Three. By two, uh, depending on multiple choice. And here is the question. All right, final one for you, uh, William. Tim Story directed Kevin Hart in two films... In 2014, Ride Along was one. Which was the other film? Five, four, three, two, 
Multiple choice. All right, multiple choice. All right. A, about last night. B, top five. C, let me explain. Or D, think like a man too. Think like a man too. That is correct for a point. That is correct for a point. Great rounds. Yes. Very smart. You can see that is why he is a champion and why he's played as well as he does. He's up by two. He had to maneuver around it, but he still gets every question right there. Uh, here is round number three. Bibbs up by two now. Seesaw battle as we get to round three. What are the rules? Rules are uh, thus. Uh, we need a series of numbers from each competitor. These numbers range from one through 20. We need three different numbers from each of you because each number will correspond to a unique category of movie trivia showdown knowledge, said Mark Ellis once in his life. Your first question is worth two points. Your second question worth three. And your third question, should we make it that far, is worth five big points. JT rules are still in play, as are challenges, one each there. All right, so we start with William Bibiani. Bibbs, what are your three numbers, sir? I'm going to go with 3, 8, and 19. 3, 8, and 19 for Bibbs. And for the Aussie? Uh, 2, 5, and 4. We got we got Hi, 60 Bibbs. seconds. Let's make it quick. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing good. I like the symmetry here. He was up 2. Now you're up 2. We're going 4. I like the 2. He's playing great. You're playing better. You're the champion. You got the knowledge. Uh, also, just commendable use of JTE and, and checkdowns. Like, I'm really enjoying how you're playing the game. Thank you. Yeah, I wasn't sure which think like a man it was. So, yeah, played it safe. Worked out. Like, I really like the assuredity. Like, and now as we go into this last round, you've got, you know, a JTE use. You've got another if you need it. Uh, I feel great about you with two threes and fives. I feel very confident, and uh, I'm glad you're still standing. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. Otherwise, you good? I'm good. Let's do it. All right. All right. Two down. Yep. Game is not over. No, not even not. close to over. And I'm not as confident in bibs and five-pointers as Koi's, but that's not my job to be. I'm confident in you answering your two, three, and your five, because yep. chances are we're, we're going to have to go the distance here. You know that. I yep. know that. No no surprise here, okay? But you can do this. Yep. Okay? No, I, bibs I, is beatable. I'm... He's not perfect. Mm -hmm. You're doing fantastic. You have all three of your repeats. If something sounds stupid or weird to you, if the announcers at the desk screw up a question, call hey. it out. Call yeah. it out. Let them know. Let them know. We're not sacrificing points for petty stuff here, all right? We're trying to get our two, our three, and our five. Yeah. All right? How, mm -hmm. How's your head? How's that headspace? It's good. Are Look, you loose? Yeah, I'm loose. Man, look, made a mistake. Paying for and moving on. Let's let's get we're not, this we're not this paying. Thing. We're not paying for it yet. We're not, nope, we're not, not talking about it. It. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter right now. We're in round nope. three. That's what we're dealing yeah. with. Yeah. All right? Let's, let's get it, baby. This. Let's go. All right, Kent. So Jacob London is going to first. You can ask... You can ask Jacob. I'll ask Bibbs question. Should we should we get to Bibbs? But Jacob chose category two. Okay, and that puts him in the realm of action adventure. Action adventure. Action slash adventure. Adventure ad indeed. All right, Jacob. Two point question. Who plays store owner Zeus Carver in Die Hard with a Vengeance? Samuel L. Jackson. That's correct for two points. We're all tied up. All right, so we bounce back to Bibbs here, who's going to go Hi. to his lead with category three. Uh, in the realm of 90s movies, 90s movies. All right, here you go, Bibbs. Norm MacDonald, Bridget Wilson, Bradley Whitford, and Chris Farley appear in what? 1995 Adam Sandler movie. Billy Madison. Yes, sir. That is correct. All right, two points there. And now we get to 
Jacob, uh, Jacob yeah. he chose category five. Five, which is biopics, biopics, three-point question coming in to biopics here. All right. Uh, Jacob, here we go. Who was nominated for Best Actor for his role in the 2018 film At Eternity's Gate, which is about the final years of painter Vincent Van Gogh's life? Willem Dafoe. That's correct for three points. Three points, Christian. All right, so well, Bibbs now gets to answer his three, and he chose category eight. That puts him in the realm of thrillers. All right, Bibbs, here you go. What 2005 thriller from director Robert Schwenke follows a woman whose daughter vanishes on an international flight, and then everyone denies that the girl was on the plane? Flight plan. Yes, sir. Three more points. All right. So Bibbs hits it. Now he's up by two. Blunden needs to hit his five. He hits his five point question. It bounces back to Bibbs. However, if he misses, then Bibbs will advance to round number two. Jacob chose category four. Four. This is in the category of rom-coms. Romantic comedies is the category here. All right, Jacob. Five point question is coming on in here what 1994 romantic comedy has the tagline five good reasons to stay single five four three Two. Repeat the question. All right. Repeat coming in here. What 1994 romantic comedy has the tagline, Five Good Reasons to Stay Single? It's two, Jacob. Right. Good luck. Thinking deep here. Five. Five. Four. Four. Three. Two. Repeat. One. All right. Using it there. Snuck it in there. Account for time. What 1994 romantic comedy has the tagline, Five Good Reasons to Stay Single? One JTE left. Five. Four. Three. Two. Last one. Last one. Final repeat coming in here. What 1994 romantic comedy has the tagline five good reasons to stay single. All out. All out. And five, four, three, two. Picture perfect. And you're Oh Ladies and gentlemen, William. Oh wow! The Beast, baby. Honey. Four weddings and a funeral. Is that what it was? It was four weddings. Oh my god, that's a terrible tagline. Oh jeez. Weddings and a funeral, and oh, William Bibiani gets oh. three points for the Mercs, and he's right oh. to do it, but he does it, and nonetheless, he will be advancing into round number two. Congratulations. Well-fought victory there for the Mercs and for the team's champion, William the Beast Bibiani. 
We will see you not only in round two, we'll see you with Jen Sturger in the winner's circle in just a moment. That was a hell of a battle. Again, this kid, Blunden, man, he's just, uh, he's really, really good. He's really, really good. That was a five-point question. It was a very, oh, it was it was a great question by, by the writers. Phenomenal question. It just, he didn't, he, you know, he, I'm sure that it, he's, once, once he heard it, he's like, yeah. well, yeah. Um, but nonetheless, the, there's an advance there, and we now see Bibiani doing what he has always done, gets past that first round, and now he sees himself to round number two in the Ultimate Shmoda. Look, when the pressure's on, Bibiani stands up for himself, quite literally. He, he knows what he's doing. He knows these movies. He hung in there. He came back. Big round, big steals. He knows how to play the game. Jacob has a bright future. Came yeah. down to a movie. Very popular movie. Popular year. Eh, maybe the tagline is where you have to dig deep, and, and you're not going to beat yourself up for that. It's just something that's out there. You either know or you don't. That's right, Ken. And now we're going to see exactly how a very happy William Bibiani and what seems to be happening more and more and more is that both Coy and Bibbs in the winner's circle. And they are now talking with Jen as they pick up three more points for the quirky Mercs who uh, are just having a hell of a season. Jen? Oh, you too. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're not going to Okay, now. Yeah, whatever. Did you just yeah, I'm too white for this segment. Okay, at least uncoordinated. At least uncoordinated. How about that? Congratulations, Bibiani. Uh, always, always a pleasure to see you. Uh, but I gotta say, uh, Town took you to the limits today. Did he, he not? Did. No, Blunden's an excellent player. Uh, you know, he had me up in round one. I had to fight real hard to get up in round two, and. Yeah, we were neck and neck. I was seriously worried for a lot of this match. And if it wasn't for Koi being in my corner, if it wasn't for uh, my teammate, uh, the kid, sending me positive texts like just before the match started, if it wasn't for uh, my partner, uh, uh, M. Lapis da Silva, like just giving me all this love and support in the mm -hmm. world, I, I don't think I would have done this today, especially considering I did this all with a very tender tummy. I'm a little, I'm a little under the weather, so this, this, this means a lot. Absolutely. And you did it all while standing, as usual. Yeah, I debated that this time because of the feeling under the weather, but it worked out. So who cares? Do you think, uh, his, you know, his rookie experience going for that Twilight answer kind of gave you that gave you that win or what was it? No, honestly, it, well, it was it was him missing the five. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's what it boiled down to. But um, no, I mean, I don't think that's rookie experience. I think that's having a general sense. I mean, look, the, the answer was August. He said September so close. It's like right after they graduated. Who gets married right after you graduate high school? Like, you, your eyes are rolling back into your head as you watch those movies. So, you know, it was close, and it was a big swing, and you know, if he if he nailed it, we might not be having this conversation. So, no, I don't think that's a that's a rookie mistake. I think that's confidence. I'm from Florida, Bibiani, so I mean, yeah. that's actually very, very plausible. Getting married right after high school. He waited hundreds of years to meet her. He couldn't wait much longer after graduation. Why did he wait hundreds of years to graduate high school? And he went to multiple high schools. He kept going back oh. to high school. That's how they hid in plain sight. I saw Twilight, Koi. Don't ruin my narrative with your facts. I've read them all. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I went fly hard. Baby, honey, why, how on earth do you have so much time to memorize so much useless uh, YA knowledge? Uh, I, 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 listen, I, you know, I'm a professional, listen, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm a professional film critic. I have to watch everything. There's no like, oh, I don't watch this because I'm not into this genre, or I don't watch this because I've never made the time. It's literally my job. I have to make the time. So it doesn't matter if I have an interest in it or whatever. I have to give every single movie that ever comes out a fair shake and hope that it wows me. And listen, 
there's some great YA movies out there, even some ones that like didn't end up going anywhere and turning into a franchise. Vampire Academy is a blast. Beautiful Creatures is fantastic. I was actually like, I was enjoying that wave for a while there. So yeah, that, that, that wasn't a shock. And I'm actually really glad that I've interviewed Kevin Hart so many times because that paid off too. So Koi, beating Shannon again this, uh, you know, in the singles tournament this time, you know, that's got to feel pretty good. You know, I, I really like the human Shannon. So it doesn't feel good to beat anyone because Shannon is lovely. Like, I really enjoy Shannon. <clears throat> However, beating the Queen of Corruption feels good. There you go. Uh, so, like, there you I, go. I can appreciate Shannon very much, but the crown getting a little bit of smudge on it doesn't hurt me. So I just, I like the fact that no one counted on us this season. Uh, everyone judged my draft. Mm-hmm. Everyone counted us out. And then mm-hmm. when we had the smaller matches lose, everybody was like, drop this person, drop this person. The Mercs are loyal. A mercenary is a very surprisingly loyal thing. We do this as a unit. We are Especially considering that bond. people pay for our services with money. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's weird. We're bonded together through this adversity of being paid to kill. Now, what I love about us is that we are able to stay confident and strong even with the most negatives in the history of the Schmodown. We literally have lost more points than anyone in history and we've succeeded on the highest level to be where we are in this. We are going to be the number one faction at the end of the year. I'm going to get Modi. We are doing all of this with honor because we've dropped no one. I love people win or lose because we win or learn. I wouldn't get rid of anyone on the Mercs and I won't. And that is how we're succeeding because we're honorable and, and vicious and love and lots of love. I just imagine you having that sign hanging over your door, win or learn, that everyone's got to tap before they head out to their match. That's- it's my belief. Like, I'm, I'm a mix of Ted Lasso, Chris Traeger, and Jonathan Tucker from Kingdom. It's an odd mix, but it works. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. Anyway, so, Bibbs, there's going to be 32 people in this tournament. Um, a lot of new faces, some old. Um, is there anyone that you're, like, really hoping ends up on your side of the bracket? Anyone easy. Like, just anyone, anyone who just came in off the street and has never seen a movie before, that'd be great for me. Because having these constant, like, up, down, rocky, tough matches is not good for my indigestion. Like, it's just, it's really hard. Uh, but no, I, 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 listen, there's a lot of wonderful players that I've never had an opportunity to play before. I've never played Mark Riley. Uh, I would love to play Mark Riley someday. It's never just never come up. It's kind of annoying. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of people out there. I, I, I'm sure I could look at the list of all the players and I'd be like, I want to play them, 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 them again, them, 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 them. Eh, sure. And then them, 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 and them. Can I just play all of them, actually? Can we just do another free-for-all? Can I just play them all again? Because that was, that was fun. This isn't like a Mortal Kombat-style tournament where you have to take everyone. <laughs> I, I have full confidence in Bibs, but I'm also... I wouldn't mind easy either, just for one day. Just a little rest. Just, just, like, just one. one time. I can't one make time. any promises, gentlemen. So uh, best of you know, like best of luck in the tournament. Congratulations on today. And uh, go get yourself some Tums, all right? Cause you got you Kudos to Jacob. You were amazing and an incredible competitor. Thank you. I mean, that's why Bibbs is one of the more beloved figures in the league. He's always he's got a lot of respect for everyone he plays, and he should be given the respect to Jacob, which Jacob played a hell of a game. Um, and yeah, he's just going to be moving on. We because of how strange the faction system is and everything, we don't even know yet at the moment uh, who he's playing yet. But we will pretty soon when we know that he's going into round number two. Ken. Yeah, did the squirrel comment? I may I might have missed that. I was waiting for the squirrel to comment. No, no, I think Squirrel uh, was uh, was holding the belt somewhere. 
Oh, okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. Now, hey, look, uh, we saw long Bibiani showed up as the beast, right? Remember, big villain, all that stuff, and it just didn't sit right with them. And this is more the William Bibiani that we know and love. And I love, I love seeing him gracious in victory. Yeah, absolutely. He's he, and he's really found his uh, his own. I think working with Koi over the last two seasons, Koi has been able to calm the beast if you will and also direct the, the beast in a, he's found a lot of success with koi uh, he's won two championships with koi he's defended championship with koi and if he can continue to stay on this path he might find himself winning uh, a, a tournament and becoming a two-time champion if he can stay on this path that he is with koi but there is a lot of history going on for bibs and there's a lot of future for bibs but there's a lot of future for Jacob the Aussie. Maybe not this season, but we will see him back for sure. And I'm sure he's a little disappointed, but nonetheless, he is standing by with Jen Serger and Shannon Barney. Jen? Jacob, that's never how you want to see it come down to that, but I have to give it to you. You just hung in there with arguably one of the greatest in the Schmodown today, and that is absolutely nothing to hang your head about. No, I, I, I'm I'm proud of how I played. I'm definitely proud of round one. Uh, there's just uh, the round two. I, I'm a little annoyed about, but round three, that was tough question. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that five pointer was a tough question. So, uh, I yeah, just um, I'm happy with how I went. Like I, I took bibs to the to the limit, and that's all I wanted to do. Uh, I obviously I wanted to win, but I'm happy that I was able to take Bibs to the limit. Uh, and it just sucks that I'm 0-2 now. That's all. You said you're disappointed in your round two. What was it about round two that got to you? Uh, that I thought they I were really freaking hard YA questions. Like <laughs> uh, no, I, I the Jesus. the I, I, I the Twilight question. I, I should have checked down a multiple choice, but that's. That's the game. I I, I I backed myself and it, it didn't pay off. So that is what it is. Uh, I'm not going to let that get me down and not going to let that destroy me. But that's that's one thing that I'll look back on. As Absolutely not. You yeah. have a shirt that's made for you. Come on. You can't get too upset. Like how many, how many rookies are like, yeah, I got a, I got a sweatshirt made for me already. Yeah. Come on. Shannon, what do you have to say? Look, the only thing that I'm rolling my eyes about is that weird like eighth grade dance that Bibbs and Coy were doing in their interview. Like, I understand that this is a family show, but I didn't understand that it was like a show made for toddlers. Like, it's, <laughs> there's nothing more obnoxious than those two on the screen together at the same time. Um, the the overselling the happy and overselling the uh, I'm proud of you, bud. I mean, it's a little, I can see through it. I don't know if you guys can or not. Maybe you're all really Wait, that you stupid. Think, you think that's phony? A hundred and ten percent. Are you kidding me? Look, Bibbs knows he's great. He's never going to say it. And I'm not a fan of fake humility. This this forced humility of oh, everyone's around me is so great, and I'm just no, Bibbs. You know you're great. Just say you're great and shut up. Uh, or don't, and then still shut up because your voice is annoying and no one wants to hear you. Anyway, it's not about him. He won. Congratulations. And honestly, like, what are we going to say about it? What are we going to say about it? We came into this saying designed for us to lose. We're going up against Bibbs. If we lose this, it's kind of how it's supposed to work. If we win it, it's the biggest upset of this tournament. Uh, obviously we were going for the upset and that didn't work out. 
The only thing I'm truly upset about is that Jacob has to go 0-2 because he's such a worthy competitor and he puts in 110% for his faction literally every single day. Um, and I know that he's capable of beating him. And, and those were some hard YA questions, man. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not giving you an out, but they were hard. They were freaking hard. They were all, I mean, except for like the first one. Other than that, and you navigated it. You did your best. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. And, and, and he's he's proven it on one of the hardest stages possible in the free-for-all. So I, I, I completely hear what you're saying, Shannon. So I guess, mm -hmm. what do you do as a manager to make sure, one, that he keeps getting the opportunities that he, he deserves, you know, and a chance to get that first win under his belt? And uh, where do we go from here? Well, it sucks. It's hard because the tournament is the rest of the season. And now that we're down a man, like, I... I don't know how I can possibly convince Christian to to throw him another match. It, the likelihood of that happening this season is, is slim to none. And I think Jacob knew that going in, but we gotta understand something. Jacob didn't join Corruption with the intent to come in here, win the singles championship, and and just be like the new face of the league. He, he understood the barriers and the ceilings that were placed above him just strictly based on his location. So he just wanted to come in and be a good teammate. He wanted to get a win. And I'm so mad that we couldn't get him a win because he's come close. He's come so close. He's so close and, and he's so great. And against, uh, and against arguably some of the toughest competitors yeah, in the league. I mean, come on. I was complaining about his road ever since his first match was announced. I hated, I hated his entire road. I'll admit it. But that's what makes great players. You have to face great competitors and you have to eventually break through and win. And I think he's gonna be a part of the league for a long time. I think you've got an incredibly long future ahead of you. So long as you wanna do it, I'm always happy to have you representing corruption. Uh, you're the nicest guy on our team. Like, and you know, we have we have a lot of nice people, but you're by far the nicest and, and you're also ferocious and I love you for it. I, I love being a part of Corruption. It is the greatest faction out of all of them. And I'm seriously so lucky that Shannon picked me in the draft. I, I would not be anywhere near as good as I am today if, if Shannon didn't pick me and I wasn't able to work with the absolutely incredible faction mates within Corruption because Adam, Marisol, Chance, Mike, James, Sean, everyone, I, I'm too many names to to list everyone are uh, just the single greatest faction mates and always always jumping on calls and helping each other work together and making every single one of us even better players than we already are so i i i will absolutely adore this opportunity and hold on to it tight because it's been fantastic just know that your name belongs next to all those names that you just listed off. And they're more than proud of you to have, have you as a teammate. And by the way, you just went toe to toe with William the Beast Bibiani. And yeah. I think that if you can't take away that from this entire thing, like yeah. go have a pint or something. You deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. whatever they call it. <laughs> Strip on the Barbie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tough loss today, but we will see you again. Yeah, nah, it's good. I mean, you hate to see it because you know how you know how much the kid loves the the game and how much he he puts into it. And um, but both Shannon and and Jen are right. You, you, that that's that's just that's a competitor that we you've seen it before. You've seen people who have started out all in one, all in two, one in one, one in two, and and wind up to have great 
really great careers. I mean, look at look at Ben Bateman. Ben Bateman started out terribly. Um, there are, I mean, Mike Kalinowski started out in the inner geek to like 0 and 2 or something along the line. So there, there are a lot of competitors who have the goods that have um, started out a little rougher because Shannon's not wrong. Is the competition was was tough, and I think one of the reasons that he got matches the way that he did. Um, at least in that first one, is because of the potential that this kid has, and there are big things coming for the Aussie. But this tonight was the uh, it was the night of the beast. It was the night of the beast, which is also some sort of animated film I'll never uh, see. But uh, I'll tell you what, uh, you're so right. I look, I went the other way. I started with wins, Christian. Remember those? I never <laughs> won again. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's good to have a manager like uh, Shannon uh, in your, your corner. I, I love watching Shannon work. She's the reason I collect unemployment from, from corruption. So I, I just uh, love seeing the faction do, do well and, and be a team, even in defeat. They, they seem to rally around each other. You did, you did have a win because it puts you right back here next to me, buddy. And I'm glad to have you back. Yeah. It's a pleasure to have you back. It's a pleasure to have you calling matches again. I can't wait to do one of these with you in person and in studio. That'd be great. And I want to make a special shout out to our unofficial sponsor today, Touchies. Uh, get in there and uh, try their new six inch burrito. <laughs> well done. Um, all right. There's so much. There's so much happening in the world of the Schmodown. And uh, as you may or may not know, but you should know about, ladies and gentlemen, the Schmodown Spectacular. It is the big event. It is happening in Los Angeles. It is December 4th at the Globe Theater, and you can be there. The SchmodownLive.com. Get over there and go and check it out. That's just the big, big, massive event that happens at the end of the season. There's more stuff coming up on October 9th in New York. Tickets on sale, the SchmodownLive.com. Get over there and go get yourself a ticket. we got some a big event happening in New York. And this, we already shot our uh, event at the Cantina on the 1st. It was great. It was amazing. And on the 14th, Mike Kalinowski is putting that IG title on the line against Chandru Dondapani. It will not be on the air for a little bit. But if you get there at the Scum and Villainy Cantina, you can come and watch it and be a part of it. There are only a few tickets left. The SchmodownLive.com. All right, Kent. So that's it. That's everything we got. Uh, thank you once again to yourself. Thank you to our great team over at Skybound, to our wonderful writing staff, editing, uh, post, and, uh, of course, to the teams of William Bibiani, Koishi Andrew, Shannon Barney, and Jacob London. Hell of a match here today, partner. Good, uh, good to call it with you. Good to be here. A lot of fun. We'll see you next time here. I'm the movie truth.